The greatest problem in this world is that people are too f***ing scared to be themselves. Scared of what others think. Why? Because society made you fit into a tiny little box. I know, I know, I know you're really ready to start listening to this episode, but this is just a quick reminder to say this episode that you're listening to is a special one because it was taken from the Expand community, from our live exclusive weekly shows in the free Expand community. It is an hour episode every week, and you won't find it on my podcast in its full length. Uh, because it is exclusive to the free community. So if you want to listen to this episode and all the other episodes that are in the Expand community where we answer questions that any of the members have, see the link below, come and join us, and you can join us live and ask us questions and interact with us live, or you can post questions in the group for you to get our guidance on. Without further ado, let's get into it. Much love. Yeah, now we're diving into something here where it's like identity. I wrote a post the other day and on, on one of the questions yeah, that I wrote that. in there I was like, like healing, exactly what you're touching on there, healing isn't everything, right? And It's really not. <laughs> it's not. And that's like the question is, you know, who are you if you weren't healing right now? Who are you beneath the healing? And for a lot of us, we've been trying to heal for so long, it's become our identity. Who are you, Luca, beneath your healing? Oh, man, like I really feel like this year has been, the start of this year has been really stepping into that. Like for me, I mean, you know, I do so much stuff outside of all of this shit that you see me on here. Like I do part-time acting and not many, not many people would know that. I do like I'm playing the piano. I'm learning to sing. Like I love watching fucking sport. I love getting invested into business and stuff. So we're like super into investments and money and finances and into comedy and fucking all this and drama. I watch a lot of movies. And so this like what people see when I'm out there on my social media is only a small portion of who I am. And that's because that, that social media is very intentional for a space to create, to have people come in. Mm-hmm. to get down this path so they can get to the path where it's like, okay, well, who am I beyond that? The only real reason we heal is so we can actually be ourselves, not to stay in the healing. <laughs> and that's the part that I think a lot of people miss is healing. I think it's something you said there was like healing is like a tool. It's not like your identity. And I really yeah. like, I think that's such an important point to note here it's like it's something you can always draw on which is why we walk that path sometimes for a while why it became our identity to help us realize I mean you don't have to walk that path but we obviously did where we realized all these tools and things that were available to us to always support us on this journey to support us when we kind of need to tap into things in a deeper level but instead of it becoming who we are it becomes just a resource that we can draw on when we need to, when life for calls sure. us to. And I think that's such an important thing for for us at, for us and everyone listening to remember is whatever tools you're using to support you on your journey, don't allow those tools to become who you are, become 
so fixed in them that they're the only things that you think that you can use in your life to move you through your difficulties, to move you through your pain, right? We can get lost in spirituality and the concepts of spirituality that we forget that sometimes actually just a nice call with our friend is all we need in that moment when we're kind of going through something or we're having something come up that wants to be seen or whatever. We don't have to necessarily dive into shadow work, dive into journaling. There are lots of other things available to you all the time. And this journey is about navigating when and when to use the right ones for you. And Mm -hmm. also to come away from the fact that they are you. Mm -hmm. For sure. When you eat your dinner, you use a knife and fork, but you're not your knife and fork. (laughs) (laughs) It's just a tool. Yeah. You put them back in. (laughs) Yeah. Well, well, you kind of are. They're in a bit of a weird. <laughs> they are, yeah. It's yeah, you know, like the knife and fork are great, right? Like it's it's gonna cut it's gonna cut the food. You're gonna eat it, and you use them for a while, and then yeah. you put them back in the drawer, right? And it's the yeah. same goes with the tools that we use for healing. Like we we bring them out when we need to, mm-hmm. when we feel called to, when we're working with a mentor and working with a coach, and then we can put them back in the drawer and still enjoy our lives and whatever enjoying your life looks like beyond that like like luca said watching some movies his acting his his uh Mm. singing and all these other beautiful things that you're doing with your life right Mm -hmm. it doesn't have to come into all of those things sometimes we can just be in the enjoyment of what it is we're doing and what it is we're being yeah and just to be clear like healing isn't spirituality either and (laughs) spirituality is a state of being and when we're healing, we're returning to that natural state of being. We're not healing to become spiritual or they're not, they're not um, synonymous. They very much, it's very much healing is the emotional journey back to your spirit. And that is where you'll be that spirit. And that is spirituality. Mm -hmm. So spirituality isn't a doing healing. Isn't a lifelong thing. Healing is just a part of life and it happens moment to moment. It doesn't happen every single moment. And so one day when you need to bring out the tools, like Emma just said, bring out the tools, but then don't stay in the tools and don't think that the tool belt has to stay on 24-7 because you're much more (laughs) than just healing. You're much more than a ball of tears. You're much more than your shadow, your persona, and the ego and stuff doesn't need to be pushed away. It needs to be integrated. It needs to be balanced. And the masculine and the feminine inside of us just has come to be balanced. There's days to be masculine. There's days to be feminine. There's days to have your ego. There's days to have your spirit. You know, as long as we're all in service to each other and we know that when, it's when life throws us fucking curveballs, it's because something's out of alignment. Mm. And when you're out of an alignment and you get that curveball, shit just goes to chaos. And so when you find that curveball comes when you're in alignment, you look at it and you go, huh. How you doing? And you catch it. Hmm. You catch that curveball or you hit it for a home run. And yeah, that's the I difference. had that last week. It was really cool. Actually. Can I tell the story if that's okay? Because yeah, I feel like sure. it would be really interesting for people to kind of go into. So I live in Ibiza and the, the summer season here, the apartments tend to go up quite a bit. Um, so I pay 1500 for my apartment. And in the summer, the it's kind of because it's post-COVID now, it's getting a bit busier here again. Uh, and my landlord wanted to put it up to 2500 for for the summer months. So that's July, August, September, uh, June, July, August, September. Um, and he was planning to rent it out to someone else for these, for these months, for this much. 
And I was like, okay, um, I am intending to stay till the end of the year, you know, because I'm staying in Ibiza. Like, this is where I'm grounded and home now. And he was like, oh, okay, well, if you're planning to stay longer, then we can do we can do 1800 for the summer and then we can go back down to 1500 And I just said, and I was still like, okay, it's a little bit steep considering I pay 1500 for myself. But I was like, I'll just be okay because I know I'm supposed to be here. And then things will kind of work them work, work themselves out. Um, and for May, I'm actually away. Uh, I'm actually away in Cyprus, and I was renting my place out. And the friend that I was renting my place out to actually decided that she wanted to stay here longer. And she asked me, "Oh, you know, what's the possibility of staying out here longer?" And then I said, "Oh, well, actually, my." landlord has said you know he's he's raising the prices and i can rent my room out if i want to longer so i can rent it out to you for for these months if you like um and and she wanted to do that so what i thought was going to be actually more expensive yeah. in my rent ended up now being cheaper than what i normally pay i'd yeah, be paying 900 know. instead of 1500 and yeah. it was just in that moment of like and i remember if that was me three, four years ago, and I and I received that, I would have completely panicked, completely lost my shit and been like, oh my goodness, like they're putting the rent up. I'm going to have to go back home. I'm going to, and I, and I did see that story want to come in, like that part of me that, that was in that space. But when you just say, okay, mm. I'm supposed to be here. I know in my knowing that this is where I'm supposed to be. Like I know mm-hmm. in the depths of my soul, this is where I'm supposed to be right now in my life. Was there any like struggle or challenge that, at all with that or was it just super easy and flowy? For, for, to know that I'm supposed to be here, super easy. Yeah. Completely because I was guided here and it was really interesting to, to see that because I wondered when that would come, like that, that kind of decision as am I supposed to be? Because obviously I had this place for a year so it was never going to come to a point where I was like am I supposed to be here like questioned to me mm-hmm. um, and then in that moment it was like kind of questioned to me and, and it was like well this is obviously I'm going to say yes to this because I'm supposed to live here and, mm-hmm. or I know the universe will provide me with another opportunity um, and it kind of did as well I actually had a friend who was planning to start renting her rooms out so I then had another option come along like oh well if this ends up being a bit much then I've got this other friend. But then I've also got a knowing now that I'm welcoming in so much more abundance into my business as well. So I can actually afford that. Like I created a new story. Well, by June, I'll be able to afford that monthly payment easily without having Mm. to keep sort of relying on my parents supporting me. Mm. And I'm already at a point where I, I can quite comfortably so it was like all these other new ways of seeing the world and these new stories emerged from a place of of trust Mm -hmm. from a place of not kind of getting led into the chaos of what could have been led into the chaos because it seemed like a situation that was not an ideal situation no one wants their rent going up especially when Mm -hmm. you're already paying what you think is a high price right so it Mm -hmm. could have been a moment that kind of tipped me over the edge and sent me down this this limitation and this oh i need to go back home and all of these other stories that come out come out of fear right so kind of what i want to speak to you guys the people that are listening to this from that story is to just always trust and 
don't just see something straight away as this is negative or this mm -hmm. is a bad situation. Mm -hmm. Like, how would it feel to just look at it and be like, see it as information? It's information mm -hmm. coming in, and then you get to choose how you respond to that information. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it could have been that the universe was asking me to let it go. And I could have taken that time then to be like, oh, actually, I'm not supposed to be here anymore because something yeah. was coming up, like I was feeling triggered and I was feeling, oh, maybe I shouldn't be here, like not from a place of, not from a place of fear, but from a place of like, okay, universe is asking me to do something else now. But you can't get to that point if you're getting caught in the chaos of the situation. Mm -hmm. Like you said earlier, Luca, like bringing the neutrality to the situation, bringing that the situation or the challenge, whatever you're experiencing is is information that you then get to decide how to respond to based on connecting mm -hmm. to yourself, based on knowing yourself, based on becoming aware of yourself and seeing like seeing what your soul actually wants you to do, how your soul wants you to respond. Yeah. From that place of like calmness. Yeah. Then the universe is going to provide you with a direction without you even having to do anything. It's yeah. going to show you the way. And I was like, in that moment, it showed me the way. Yeah. It was, it was like, well, you've got these other three, four, five paths here to stay in Ibiza. Like, this is your way. So trust. Yeah. Yeah. I got a question. Do you, were you, if that situation happened two years ago, how would you respond? I would have probably cried yeah. <laughs> that my rent was going up. Um, from a place, I think, if I think of myself five years ago, I would have got angry and I would have been like, how dare he like turn the rent up and do this. And that was like kind of my story then, like it was a bit of, bit of victim story. And then if I think of myself two years ago, I would have just cried that I was losing this place. Yeah. <laughs> I would have been like, I'm losing it. Like it's going away from me, like this kind of thing, you know, I would have been because wow, I'm so attached to it and it would have felt like a loss to me. Yeah. And I was going through like quite, quite a bit of, on my journey then of understanding, understanding my attachments and understanding things in my life that, that really meant something to me and how, mm -hmm. how important things were to me. And, and then when COVID happened and so many things just f fell away that I thought were important to me. And actually I realized, oh, universe is trying to help me release these things mm. to help me step into something new. That's when mm -hmm. I really shifted that, that idea of what does it mean to hold on to things that are really not supposed to be with you anymore. Yeah. And universe will keep reminding you. And like you said there, it can throw you some huge curveball when you're out of alignment with yourself, when you're out of alignment with the path that you're walking on. So yeah, yeah. I would have I would have reacted in and I love that person. Like I, I love that part of me. Like when she was in that I see her now in a different light. You know, I don't judge her for that. She only was doing what she could do at the time with the awareness that she had. And I think that's an important part. I think you touched on that quite a bit earlier, Luca, as well, like the forgiveness, not only for others, but also for ourselves, for the choices that we've made on this journey, because we were only doing what we could at the time with what we knew. We could mm -hmm. look back 
at this in five years' time and have a completely different perspective on how we're showing up now and forgive ourselves for Amen. now. Like everything is constantly Amen. changing. We as individuals are constantly changing. And that's the only thing that's yes. always going to be constant. It's always going to be with us. So that's why it comes back to identities. Nothing is your identity beyond your soul. Like yeah. nothing is your identity, not where you live, not your relationship, not how you show up in the world, not your, not your job. None of these things are your identity. All yeah. of these things are things that can change in an instant, things that can fall mm -hmm. away if the universe calls for it. Mm -hmm. When we attach ourselves to them, when we make our identity, our identity, that's when I think a lot of the, the pain can happen in your life. Mm. Mm -hmm. um, and then we can also go down the rabbit hole of that it is supposed to happen, right? There's supposed yeah. to be some level of attachment to things because when they leave, we're supposed to feel that pain so that we uncover even deeper truths within us. But yeah, that would take yeah. us on a completely different tangent. For sure. Yeah, it's interesting when hearing that story. I appreciate that mm -hmm. because it, it sort of highlights the relevance of healing to get you to a point of from two years ago to now. Yeah. And when we talk about healing as a tool, you know, where we use it, we use it when things come up. And so if you were out of alignment in that situation, you would see all this stress and all these triggers come up when the rent was going to be raised or whatever. And so that would be when you'd use that tool and you'd go, okay, well, what's this showing within me? And you'd use all the tools that you've collected. Like what is the universe trying to tell me? What is myself really? Why am I triggered right this? Because it's like, well, I was never really supported growing up and that was like mm. my safety and security is going and it's like, oh, well, this is my independence and that means I'm going to be dependent. And so all this stuff starts coming up and that's what you would heal. But then that's where you would stop is once you've come back to neutral. So mm. we heal when we overcharge ourselves and because our triggers charge us up and the only thing the only re everything is neutral it's just us that put a charge onto it and so a circumstance that used to piss you off two years ago like that would have doesn't piss you off anymore because the charge in you has been resolved over your period of healing over the last two years mm -hmm. so everyone mm -hmm. listening that's something that to remind yourself is like the goal is to be yourself there's only one there's only one goal that you have in this world and that's to be yourself and when you're expressing that true part of yourself and you're in your passion you're in your purpose you feel like you're in a harmonious relationship you're in alignment life is just filled with love okay and that's because and then when you're in your light it inspires thousands of people around you to be in their light it doesn't matter what you do you don't have to do anything great but when you show up to work with passion that passion emanates pours into the souls of people around you it lights people up it's a magnetic it's attractive it's like a it's like a bug and a light it just wants to go to it okay <laughs> so when you are so when you're in your truth you're so magnetic so the healing is just a temporary tool to get you to that point not an identity to stay in that mm. and you know i look at this the same thing as like and what emma's talking about is like this amazing gracefulness going through life it's just like i'm in this beautiful little raft and I'm going downstream wherever the current takes me. But there are times where I want to just paddle to the left and just get off and on the bank and pick this beautiful fruit that's on the tree. And there are other times where I want to stop on the bank downstream and watch this beautiful sunset. And so there are times where you actually need to move the raft. And there are other, and there are most of the times you need to just stay with the current. Mm -hmm. And at the whole time, you're just moving with the current. And, and if you're, you're not, you end up like whitewater rafting. <laughs> 
Right, and then it just turns into be a fucking storm and a rapid. But that will happen too. And then yeah. you sort of go, oh, Mother Nature, here we go. To learn, I trust yeah. that I'm going to be supported. And it doesn't mean mm. anything that I'm out of alignment, that sometimes there just are natural storms, but you can move through the storm with grace, yeah. right? I love what you said That's... there actually about like sometimes it's not showing you that you're out of alignment. Like things do sometimes just happen. It's just the way that we choose to perceive that that – yeah. allows us then to to navigate it like a push into alignment for instance mm. and also just and as a situation and so i think a lot of the times we can look for meaning in everything too on this path and that's that's totally okay i've done that but sometimes nothing needs to be uh examined or analyzed <laughs> sometimes it just needs to be experienced I think I remember saying something like that to you like a while ago and it was like sometimes you can just observe like it's okay and you can be with it like there's no there's no need to always like see like what's happening in a situation and stuff because Mm. as much as there's the part of us that wants to it might not be what life is trying to actually show us in that that moment like sometimes it's just to hold space for someone sometimes it's just to enjoy what the situation is trying to show us and and that's when i think like we really get to enjoy life mm-hmm. when we're not always attached to and identifying with what's happening and like you said there luca we're experiencing what's happening because i think that that leads to a more deeper deeper connection with things that are happening in our lives, a deeper connection with the people that we're having a conversation with. Because if we're sitting there, I know I've done this a lot as well, I can sit and have a conversation. And I'm and I'm and all I'm thinking is, oh, what's this person mirroring to me? Like, what are they trying to show me? And I'm not there and I'm not present with the person. I'm thinking, I'm trying to see what they're trying to show me about myself. I'm not really holding space. I'm not really present. And... And then I've missed the whole situation. I haven't really experienced the whole meal or the whole whatever it is we're doing. And yeah. But when I'm present from a place of like, I'm just here to, to talk to you now. Yeah. I'm just here to listen to you now. Like not let that part of me kind of run and try and find what it's trying to show me about myself. It leads to such more powerful and beautiful experiences. Absolutely. Yeah, there's so much um there's so much beauty out there when we get to this point where we are operating from grace. And mm-hmm. it doesn't mean you have to get to a point of healing to get there. You can operate it in that now. It just means coming back to that neutral space where nothing actually fucking matters in life. I was walking down the street the other day and I looked at houses and stuff and I'm just like these houses what we think is our safety and security for our whole life is probably one second in the time span of life like you know of human history because less than a second microseconds because you know eventually when you go you might maybe spend okay you buy a house in your 30s maybe you spend 50 years in it 50 years then what happens it either goes to your kids or it gets sold now if it gets sold someone else lives in it they make it their home for 50 years or maybe they rent it out and someone else beca- and they use that for cash and then they use that cash so to, to, to invest in, right? Or your kids have it and then they grow up in it, but then they sell it, their kids sell it or whatever. The point is that house that you thought was like a thing of long, like a long-term stability was only ever short-term and it was only ever temporary. 
nothing is actually happening over a long time, like infinite time, except for you, except for your spirit. And this place is just a temporary, like, holding cell in the sense of, like, we come down a here. A holding cell that we can't enjoy, it. by the way. <laughs> yeah, probably not the right choice of words. It's a temporary playground. How about that? Yeah, I like that. And that uh, it's a yeah. playground where, you know, this house that you get, and this is what really changed the game for me. Mm-hmm. is where I started to see it as a temporary game and that everything was rigged in my favor. And if I just chose to focus on my energy on that, because your thoughts, are, everything is magnified from your thoughts. Everything in this world is manifested from your thoughts, consistent thoughts. What I do now, I wake up in the morning and I'm like, I speak out my fucking mantras. I speak out, I focus on it. And, you know, I know Abraham Hicks talks about 68 seconds, holding a thought for 68 seconds and longer because a lot, and that's to align us to that frequency. But a lot of us are fucking aligning with all the past and we're re we're, we're spending 68 seconds, fucking like minutes and minutes and minutes, 10 minutes on a situation in the past and not the future that we want to create. And so if this game is rigged in our favor, the best thing to start fucking playing it and actually experiencing it is to put your attention not on the past anymore, but on the present and on what you want to create to come into the present. Because what I look at now, I started to talk about this before. Here's a table. This isn't my table. This isn't my house. I'm in this house temporarily. And it's literally. it's a family member's house, literally. Yeah, yeah, literally. Not, like, not like what my last topic was about. Yeah, but if it was my house, I would still be in it temporarily. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, no, so it's not my house. I don't own it. Um, I don't own this house, but I'm staying here because it's a family member's house on the island. And I look at this desk, but when I think about it, what sometimes when we envision the future, we think of the future as if it's different to now. <laughs> but this desk will just be very different, but I'll be touching it as if it's mine in my house, in my office. And so when we visualize the future, we've got to remember that it's not going to be any different than now. The things just change. The yeah. feelings need to stay the same because if I can enjoy this desk as much as I'm going to enjoy my desk in the future, then the distance between that and now gets shorter and shorter and shorter because mm-hmm. the frequency of the future can find the frequency of the moment. And that's where we collapse time and come back into this present moment. And so when we talk about the first half of this conversation was all about fucking shaking the old identity and getting out of the healing and letting go and surrendering to coming back into the now and to focusing on where your thoughts are going to create this beautiful future. Because if you touch things now, they're actually the things that you're going to want to be touching in the future. Mm. So start to think about that. Like this moment isn't going to change when you start to look at things as if, the future will change how you feel? No. No, 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 no. The mm. feeling in this moment will change the future. The future won't change your feeling. Ladies and gentlemen, you are at the end of the podcast and congratulations because you are the small 1% that actually listens to this outro. 